This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the IRS's new CIO makes a move with vast experience and success modernizing legacy technology. Several key Biden administration nominees are moving forward in the Senate. And the GSA sees record spending through its contracts for IT products and services. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Thursday, November 16th, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. You might say the IRS's new CIO has yottabytes of experience modernizing legacy technology. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has the details. Rajiv Upal, who spent the last five years helping to dig the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services out of a mound of technical debt, moving more than half of all 200 legacy systems to the cloud. The director of the Office of Information Technology and chief information officer for CMS since 2018 now has taken that success to the IRS. Upal, who will start in January, replaces Nancy Seeger, who moved to a new role in Maine Treasury in March. Upal joins the IRS as it ramps up its technology modernization efforts through the $80 billion it received from the Inflation Reduction Act in 2022. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Department of Veterans Affairs says its new electronic health record hasn't seen a total outage in more than six months. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman reports. VA's new health record from Oracle Cerner still faces problems. The system isn't meeting a standard in VA's contract to run incident-free at least 95% of the time. Kurt Delbeni is VA's Assistant Secretary for Information and Technology and its Chief Information Officer. He says that Oracle Cerner only met its incident-free time goal in four of the past 10 months. To be sure, we're still experiencing partial system failures that impact the users. In a recent survey, 58% of employees say the EHR wasn't always reliable when they needed it and that downtime was an issue. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency is detailing its plans for artificial intelligence. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has more. CISA is increasing AI training and education across its workforce while targeting AI expertise in its recruiting efforts. That's according to the agency's AI roadmap released this week. It stakes out a role for CISA in managing risks at the nexus of AI, cybersecurity, and critical infrastructure. CISA says it will use AI to advance its cybersecurity mission, But the agency is also focused on the threats posed by the technology, and it plans to work with critical infrastructure to ensure any AI systems are deployed safely and securely. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. Agencies have a new deadline to report their latest numbers for hiring military spouses. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has more. Agencies should detail the number of positions, applications, and appointments they made over the last year for military spouses. The goal is to assess the effectiveness of the military spouse hiring authority that's available for agencies to use. The Office of Personnel Management asks agencies to submit that information by December 29th. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. Spending on technology products and services through the General Services Administration's contracts hit an all-time high in fiscal 2023. GSA's Federal Acquisition Services saw almost $38 billion in business volume, on IT alone last year. 
of that, agencies spent $23 billion on technology through the Schedules Program. Another $12 billion on IT came through government-wide acquisition contracts like Alliant 2 and 8A Stars 3. GSA says spending on IT products and services through its contracts has grown by 42% over the last five years. Several key Biden administration nominees are moving forward in the Senate. The Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee on Wednesday favorably reported the nomination of Harry Coker to be the next national cyber director. The committee also voted to advance Jeff Resmovic to serve as the Department of Homeland Security's chief financial officer and Suzanne Summerlin to be general counsel of the Federal Labor Relations Authority. Virginia lawmakers are calling for an investigation into a decision to move the FBI's headquarters to Greenbelt, Maryland. Senators Tim Kaine and Mark Warner and nine House members are making that request. They're asking the Inspector General of the General Services Administration to conduct the probe after FBI Director Christopher Wray raised concerns about GSA's decision-making process. A panel of career GSA and FBI employees first recommended Springfield, Virginia as the site of a new headquarters, but a former GSA executive made the final decision and went with Greenbelt. Military service members can now open dependent care flexible spending accounts. They'll be able to have up to $5,000 from their paychecks diverted to a tax-free account to pay for dependent care services, like preschool, before or after school programs, and daycare. Eligible service members and civilians have until December 11th to sign up at fsafeds.com. The Dependent Care Flexible Spending Account will go into effect on January 1st. Applications are now open to nominate a federal employee for the 2024 Service to America Medals, or SAMIs. The annual awards program run by the Partnership for Public Service recognizes career public servants for their exceptional work in government. The deadline for the 2024 SAMIs nominations is January 5th. The partnership will then review the submissions and announce the SAMIs finalists during Public Service Recognition Week in May. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Thursday, November 16th, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian. 